Welcome back to another episode of Agile Way podcast, where we explore challenges organizations face on their Agile journey. How to become great Scrum Master, how to change your leadership style, or how to embrace agility at the organization level. I'm Suzy Shukova, Agile coach, certified Scrum trainer, and author of the great Scrum Master book and Agile leader book, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm passionate about business agility, organizational culture, and Agile leadership, and that was the reason why I decided to start this podcast, to share with you my experiences and stories from my Agile journey. Today, I want to talk about great product owners. Great product owners are owners of the product. They are responsible for the overall product success and its return on investment. They're like investors. So imagine you invest your own money into functionality you prioritize for the next sprint. Would you still do it? And would you do it for every sprint? The great product owners must have a business knowledge about the product and understand the customers and need to be able to say no. Product owner is not a technical role. They need to be great communicators, always search for another option to deliver maximum value to the customers with least possible effort. They shall understand that your customers have wishes and dreams and that those wishes often contradict with each other. So you can't make them all happy even if you have unlimited time. It's up to you to decide where is the highest value and skip the rest. We do this now and the rest later or never. The great product owners shall have a time to collaborate with the team and customers, build a good relationship and also make sure there is alignment on the purpose of the product, release and sprint. But great product owners are not only having business knowledge, authority and time, but also a few additional skills which people often don't expect. Great product owners are facilitators, coaches, and are good at communication and negotiation. Usually you hear about coaching and facilitation in a connection with Scrum Masters. So why do we talk about product owners and facilitation and coaching? Can they just use the service of a Scrum Master? Well, they can. However, in many environments, product owners are not the heroes who decide on everything. Quite the opposite. They are great listeners who have respect for different customer voices. And their highest value to the system is that they can find alignment through coaching and facilitation. Customers, meaning users, stakeholders, shareholders, sponsors, they never agree with each other. They all have their own preferences and needs. And great product owners can help customers to reconnect with their needs instead of pushing what they want. In order to be able to do so, they need to step back, acknowledge that their requests are representing just one way of achieving their goals, and search for the other options that might satisfy the needs of more groups than before. In other words, they need to be good at integrated negotiation and finding win-win solutions. Another skill a great product owner's need is a visual facilitation. It might look like off-topic, but a good picture speaks for more than a thousand words and can create a real magic in searching for alignment. Visualization creates transparency, and transparency is ground for accountability. 
you will be surprised how a good visualization of a conversation and different perspectives can help people to change their mind and proactively help you in searching for alignment. Maybe those skills are not on the top of the product owner's list at the beginning. However, the same skills differentiate great product owners from the newbies. The good news is that the product owner role is usually easier to be understood than the scrum master role. After all, organizations always have somebody responsible for the product and business. So that person is a good candidate to become a product owner. The problem starts when we deep dive into the role and find out that product owners shall not only understand the business, but also needs an authority to say no. If you don't, we mostly end up being late with stress and low product quality. The technical debt will be growing and the product will end up in really bad shape. So how shall product owner decide on priorities and how shall they know when to say no? Overall, that's simple. Apply the simplicity rule. It's already in the Agile Manifesto as one of the principles. We maximize the work not done. Do the most important feature now, get a feedback, inspect and adapt. And the rest will be done later or never. From the other side, it has its roots in the research saying that 60% of a successful delivered product is never or rarely used. 60%, think about that. So why do we keep investing into those features? Isn't that waste? It is. But it's hard to say no, so product owners keep prioritizing those features because somebody asked for them. Instead, they shall act as investors and evaluate if the expected benefit will be paid off. And if yes, do that. If not, Let's start a conversation and negotiation with customers about what else can we do to help them with what they need. The functionality they ask for are just one option how to achieve it. It's not about what they want, but what they really need. So as you might see, being a product owner is not simple. At the end of the day, product owners are responsible for the overall product success to maximize the return on investment. They need to have a business knowledge, authority, and the time to make the right decisions and prioritize. They need to be good at soft skills, be good listeners, facilitators, negotiators. They need to have the agile mindset, be ready to inspect and adapt, be value-driven, customer-centric, and respond to changes fast. But that often doesn't go that well at the beginning. So let's have a look at the typical mistakes of a product owner. One of the toughest one is if the product owner doesn't have a vision. Without clear vision, there is no direction, no way product owner can prioritize, and no scrum either. It's just a mess, where all we can do is to say everything needs to be done. The key responsibility of the product owner is to have a vision and be able to share it with everybody. Vision helps you to prioritize, and if you don't have it, why are you even here? Similarly to the vision at the product level, we have a sprint goal in Scrum. Without it, everything seems like a good idea to do in Sprint. So Sprint goal helps you to focus on the need, the real business value, and get out of the delivery mindset where we believe we need to do it all. There is no way you can do everything. There are so many options in a complex world. So much functionality customers can ask for. The product owner who says yes to all wishes from the customers will fail, as the quantity will burn out the organization. 
Instead, product owners are prioritizing based on the business value. And as 80% of value is hidden in only 20% of functionality, they need to say no quite often during their prioritization. We talk here about the business knowledge. And business knowledge is wider than just a product understanding. It's not just about product features. It actually covers the understanding of customers, segmentation, market, competitive landscape. Without such a deeper understanding of a business, Product owners can't make a decision and are drafted by different stakeholder groups into their politic fights, and the products are usually failing to deliver the real value. Product owner doesn't have to be technical. They can rely on a team, but the business knowledge is critical to their success. No one else can do that for them. Product owner who believe everything needs to be done is not a product owner, but customer or stakeholder. Prioritization is key in Scrum. At any time, you shall know what is more important than the rest and where are we going to invest our energy and effort and money into now. And be comfortable that the rest will be done later or never, depending on the feedback and impact we achieve by the value delivered. There is always more functionality which could be implemented, but maybe the little we did is already good enough for now and we can focus on some other more important areas. As I said already, 80% of value is hidden in only 20% of functionality. There is no need to implement 100% of your ideas. The product owners without negotiation skills are very weak product owners. They often end up accepting everything customers ask for and are struggling to say no. So negotiation skills help product owners to understand not only what the users want, but also what they really need. And they are two different things. So negotiation is a key part of prioritization. Another problem I often see in organizations are product owners who are too much focusing on estimates and are mentally tied to the functionality, not the business value. In the traditional world, the estimates are important as all we care about is delivery. We need to deliver more and faster. In this world, estimation is important as you can create a plan, describe what needs to be done, and estimate it and track it. In the agile world, it's not about delivering more functionality. It's actually about achieving a higher business value. And those two have often very little in common. In agile world, we don't plan what needs to be done. We actually forecast. And as we are learning from the feedback, we inspect and adapt. Product owners who believe they can create a fixed plan or backlog, if you wish, and then step-by-step -step execute it with a team during sprints are not the real product owners. They are stuck in a traditional mindset where everything could be planned. Backlog can be more far from a to-do list. We use an iterative approach to inspect and adapt and learn from experiments. Find out where is the real value. And the only place where we can learn it is feedback. By the way, tools like Lean Startup could be quite useful here. Product owners should be able to run experiments. In a way, every backlog item is an experiment where you expect something will happen as a result. There's the impact. Without knowing why you invest time and energy into it, why do you do it in the first place at all? Running an experiment without knowing how you're going to evaluate them is silly. That's not an experiment, but a fixed functionality you plan to deliver no matter what. And why do we need to do it? Because it's important. Because I said so. Not very useful, right? So instead, spend more time identifying the impact 
so you know why do you do it and what do you expect to happen. Tools like impact mapping are quite useful here. Another typical mistake you see in organizations about product owner role is they don't understand what a product is about and have product owners focusing on multiple products. Or maybe I shall say multiple systems or multiple projects. Because product definition is much wider than that. Product shall be as wide as possible but still practical. If the customer feels it's the same product or if it's similar from a technical perspective, it's still the same product. When organizations start applying those rules, they realize they have much fewer products than they originally thought. Let me give you a few examples. Zoom as video conferencing platform shall be one product because that's how the customers see it. No matter on which platform is the Zoom working, customers need consistency. The service company delivering internet solutions and mobile apps for variety of the customers is one product despite on the diversity of the customers and technologies, as it is practical for the team because they are reusing the modules and solutions and customizing. The maintenance and the new development is one product, as it is the same from technical perspective and it's changing the same product, really. In other words, your projects are just epics in your product backlog. When you think about it a while, it makes sense, as you need consistency in your delivery functionalities, flexibility to be business-driven, and ability to prioritize your features by business value, not by technical skills or domains. This is the real cross-functionality we aim for. It's not that difficult despite on the complexity of your product. The people who are building the product are smart and creative. They can learn. Product owners taking care of multiple products don't have focus and often don't have a time either. Considering product owner is the person responsible for the overall product success, including the return on investment, it's quite useful to have the focus for making the product successful and don't switch the context all the time. In some organizations, you see product owners who are more like an enemy and don't feel being part of the team. They act as backlog managers, writing backlog items and telling the team what to do, waiting to get results at the end of a sprint. But instead, product owners are part of the Scrum team. They are team members. They shall collaborate with the team on delivering the value and achieving the Scrum goal. They are part of the team. They are one of them. In a summary, great product owners are facilitators, coaches, and are good at communication and negotiation. They have a business knowledge, authority to decide on priorities, and time to collaborate with teams and stakeholders to maximize the value to the customers. They are investors, responsible for the overall product success to maximize the return on investment. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Agile Way podcast hosted by Zuzi Shokova, author of the Great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave us a review. If there is any topic you are particularly interested in and would like to hear another episode on it, let me know. For more information about me and my Agile classes, visit our website sochova.com, S-O-C-H-O-V-A.com. Thank you for listening.